All right. That was, I mean, wow. What a day. What a day. Hello today, friends. It's a brand new day. It's a brand new year. It's a brand new life. There's, look at, there's something on your head. Can you please? I never never had a yellow hat before. Wow. The artist who, who drew, drew the episode art or drew the, the podcast art drew me with a yellow hat. So I decided that I was going to go out and get a yellow hat. About time. About it, it time. Definitely, it definitely feels like in Billy Madison when he's like, I never saw a blue duck before and I wanted to see a blue duck. <laughs> it always comes back to, oh, Adam Sandler. <laughs> I'm just going to hang out in Boca Raton again until he finds me again. Be like, oh, Billy. Yeah, didn't we have didn't <laughs> the we have Adam Sandler on, about Adam Sandler? Uh, oh yeah, running. he was at, he was at Denny's with his mom and the one dude from the Water Boy with the googly eye. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was too cool to acknowledge him, and he looked at me like, "Hey, bitch." <gasps> I said a bad word. Are, are you gonna bleep me or knock no. me? Out? Okay. No. You, you can you can say bitch. That's- okay. It's not too naughty of a word. Okay. Whew. I get anxiety. I get anxiety. <laughs> oh, you know, um, I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be a team player and work on the brand. You see, I want to look like the top, the top right of the screen. I want to look like that for the, for the episodes. Like having my hair down sucks. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like having my hair down either because it like touches you and then it gets like tickly and annoying and, and then a whole bunch of it starts falling out and it's like I got itches on my arms and things like the that. Hairballs. I remember <laughs> one time my friend asked, you came over to visit my family's house, and at the time we didn't have a dog and there were like hairballs. It's just we're just thick haired humans. And <laughs> he saw a hairball. He's like, You have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just, I shed. That's what it's all Being guilty. <laughs> I would use, um, I like to use a hemostat to clean the shower. You know what that is? I have no idea what that is. A hemostat is like really like a clamp, like when they clamp one of your vessels in surgery. The clamp. <laughs> a clamp, clamp. little clamp. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So they have like all sorts of different ones. They have some that are teeny tiny that you can just like, cause I was part of a peds surgery lab. So you, we had these, these little tiny vessel clamps that would like, could was so small. It could clamp a baby vessel. So that's like very <laughs> look frightened. <laughs> I would never show you my collection of hemostats. Don't worry. <laughs> Baby vessel, meaning like a baby's blood vessel, or like a like yeah. Okay, not like a not like somebody's itty bitty tiny vessel, like a smaller (laughs) version of someone's vessel. No, no, these were these were used in the the operating room. And I sometimes of vessels, I think of like a boat. Yeah. Yep. You would need a really big clamp for one of those. Mm-hmm. And 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 slash or you see 
Oh. Ah, 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 ah. Wow. Wow, coming in hot in the daytime with these jokes. <laughs> I can't I can't ever stop. I mean, if I stopped do trying to trying to find the bit somewhere, I got, maybe I wouldn't be me. But I was gonna say I don't think I'd be alive. I think I think there's a good amount of me being able to like decipher, read the room, whether or not. Like I can, I can use it. Like whatever's going in my head or not. Like, like re reading the audience. Like who would, who in the room would hear it and appreciate it, and then decide to just hold it to myself. Oh, you have control that I do not. I remember <laughs> after my grandma's funeral, so we're all at lunch because that's what you do, I guess, after a funeral. And then we had ketchup because there were french fries and there was ketchup noise. So I'm like, it was like, and then I'm like, and I just lost it. And they all looked at me. I'm like, what? Those are like the, those are like the funnest kind of laughs is like the forbidden ones. Like you're, yeah, you're, I couldn't, I'm like, like, <laughs> I think they know better though. Like if there's going to be ketchup noise and that's what I call it, it, it doesn't have to be name brand. It could be any condiment. But once that, you know, because there's varying, like, is it wet? Is it dry? It's going to make a noise. Do you think that they, they would come out with, uh, like, fart-free condiments? Like, do you think that's how they'd advertise it? Like, now a fart-free bottle. They're going like, to start selling silencers for the bottles. Mm -hmm. Like, are you having a very fancy pinkies out party and you don't want condiment fart noise? Do you know, do you know what? What condiment the the uh, makes the loudest fart noise? Gray poupon. Uh, oh. <laughs> hmm. uh, do you remember the commercials for Gray poupon? They were so bougie. I and felt like lesser. On World too. No, my favorite is the Wayne is Wayne's World when they they don't sell out and then they get sponsored. <laughs> They're wearing the tracksuits. It's so like that, that's just the nature of the beast. Well, to me, the beast doesn't include selling out. <laughs> it's like it's like, and then and then Garth was in all Reebok. And he's like, the, like the, people just do things for money. And that's yeah. really sad. I am so Garth. When I was younger, I thought I was Wayne. The older I get, the more Garth I get. Like, big time. I'm like, every time I go to an ice cream place, I want to order something. I'm like, is it pralines and dick? <laughs> if Benjamin was an ice cream flavor, it would be pralines and dick. That's like one of the best jokes ever written. <laughs> when he jumps on the ground, he goes, ah, yeah. I landed on my keys. <laughs> I do that all the time. Army crawling around the house. I'm like, my keys. I landed on my keys. And then, like, nobody knows anymore what you're looking or talking about. Because unless it's on, like, YouTube, younger generations, they're missing out big time on some, like, like I go on my David Letterman rant again, because he was my he was my first. 
like my first comedian mm -hmm. like yeah. him at the oh yeah he was the first like I watched david letterman to sleep when i was a kid yeah, yeah and if you were sick and you got to stay up late conan o'brien would be on after him because he discovered mm -hmm. conan so they're like my my spirit comics who i love the most well, and that's I why that i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you oh no uh, that maybe that that I I could look at that and say that 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 David Letterman's a little bit of like a, a an ancestor to me for like what inspired me because for sure I was inspired by Conan and Conan actually uh, hired Pete Holmes uh, to right, have right. Pete Holmes show. And, yeah and Pete Holmes was like one of my main inspirations to start doing my podcast. I, I would say like listening to that show, I would be like, I, I could do a show like this. I could do, I could do this kind of stuff, but be me. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the best part. And, and like, well, well, Pete has a story that he tells about like when he was first starting the pot, when he was first starting to do the podcast where, um, where his agent was like, he was pitching the idea of his podcast to his agent and his agent was like, Oh, so basically like WTF, like Mark Maron's podcast. And he was like, yeah, but it's me, <laughs> like, but it's me. I'm not him. I'm yeah. Me. Yeah. And I look at that and I go, I'm no one else is me. No one else is doing exactly. what I'm doing. Exactly. Then you got to be like, yo, me. me, yep. This guy. And for sure, like Conan O'Brien, oh, Conan yeah. O'Brien, uh, in, he got in a story. Shafted. He got shafted so bad. I'm not over it yet. So I can't like watch Jimmy Fallon with good faith because I'm like, he took Conan's job. Conan moved. Do you remember that bit where it mm -hmm. showed him the Mad Max, where it showed him and it, on the, um, <laughs> that like rig playing the guitar moving from New York to California? Do you remember that? That's not, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on that, but. I'll find it for you because you're going <laughs> to, it's like one of the most amazing things they've ever, they probably spent like a year's worth of their production budget <laughs> making that one <laughs> bit, but it was so funny. I was, went yesterday on like a deep YouTube rabbit hole dive on like Conan O'Brien's career. I watched the documentaries and stuff that like, you know, people make documentaries, just YouTube, YouTube documentaries. I watched something that talk about like the, the best late night host. And I was like, yeah, I, I can see it. Cause like, and then I actually was just talking about this. It's funny how cyclical it all is and how Absolutely. like we're, it, it comes up again organically. Uh, I was just talking about, I was just telling somebody uh, yesterday at, at the, the bar that I work at about how like Conan was like, like Harvard educated and he like brilliant he, like, wrote, wrote for the national lampoon and the Simpsons. He was a Simpsons writer and you know, pop quiz, pop quiz, which is his episode, his solo episode. He did the, he did the, the Treehouse of Horrors four. Monorail. When Springfield gets a monorail, he wrote that entire episode. Uh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a huge Simpsons. I mean, I while my hat is the color of the Simpsons. While well, my I have hat, to take notes. It looks like I'm wearing the Simpsons skin as my hat. <laughs> I, 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 That's deliciously morbid for the daytime. 
I prefer my morbidity at night, but if we're going in that direction, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, man, Conan and, and David Letterman, I think I had to tell you and Lou this story or I put it on my timeline. Either way, I when I was a little kid, I got to go to the late show. I sat in the front row. Ooh. I have a sweatshirt. I'll show you the picture. I posted it 6,000 times because Letterman was on Colbert. At the Ed Sullivan, I got Fred clumped. There were tears because I was there. And uh, the guests that night were Cher, but it was a Cher impersonator. And that was the first time I saw a drag queen in real life and didn't realize it wasn't a woman because I was like 14. And I'm like, wow, she's really tall. And then real Cher came out and I'm like, oh, she's really skinny. I feel bad about myself now. And <laughs> it's so cold in the Ed Sullivan. Like they always used to joke about that mm -hmm. and it was the summer and I had shorts on and I was like shivering and like almost convulsing. So in my mind, Dave saw, cause we were like at desk, they put my sister and I like at where his desk was mm. and uh, it might've been a producer, but they gave me a free sweatshirt, you know, Ooh. the classic, the Ed Sullivan, you know, Dave Letterman with the signature. I still have it. That's like my prized possession. It's, it's, a, it's a great prize possession to have. It did never you, did you play wrong. sports when you were in school? No. Do I look like I? <laughs> my but sister you, was in you the didn't, You didn't band. have to play no sports in school to get a I Letterman was, jacket. Oh my! Oh my god! <laughs> but the funny thing you say, you say that I got a letter for a Letterman jacket, but it was for academics, and I'm like, wait a minute. I get one of these for smart. <laughs> I don't know. Jock, what am I? Dweeb jock? I was a dweeb jock, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then on top of that, shit. <laughs> we were like, we had, we wanted to be cool and have our own honor society. Mm -hmm. So we were the art honor society when we graduated because we wanted to sit with the other honor societies and our <laughs> tassels were rainbow. <laughs> I got pictures, man. I got pictures. I'll send to you. You'll be like, wow, Florida is like, you didn't not know real. how ahead of your time you were with, I had no with idea. Seeing, seeing a drag show when you were a kid. And yeah, 14. It wasn't even breakfast. There were no pancakes. It wasn't a drag breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to, you got to go to, you got to go to a, 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 a drag show when you were a kid. You had a rainbow tassel. You were, you were ahead I, of the curve. I breathed David Letterman's mouth air, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of stalkery. <laughs> Wait, I would never stalk anybody except David Letterman. But it's okay. I'm too lazy. That's what it comes down to. Like every now and then I've been called a stalker in jest. I hope, but <laughs> I am so lazy. It could be the MS, the fatigue. It really just takes it out of you. You got to decide, like, what do I want to spend energy? Do I want to, like, find David Letterman and just sit in his front yard and hope he comes out? Or do I just want to pet my sweatshirt? So I'm like, oh, I'm going to pet the sweatshirt. Does, <laughs> does, like, the heat, you're in Florida, right? Yeah, I'm visiting right now. Does the heat down there, like, super affect your symptoms? Does it, like, really uh, yeah, elevate them really hard? Exacerbation central. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's AC right. all the way. Got to stay on ice. <laughs> like 
my mom's siblings moved to Florida and they keep, they go, Oh, you come on down here. And she's like, no, the heat is going to mess with my symptoms. And I no, it makes you feel so sick, like all the time. Like you, like you need, it makes you like just sleep all the time. So then they're like, it's yeah. And then like clinicians still really don't know how to treat it. So we get all these repurposed meds that do weird things like this one med I'm on. One of the original like purposes for it was like bug spray. And I'm like, hmm, okay, it's better. I used to have to take an injection. That was kind of neat, but who well, wants to take mean, an injection every day? It's not even like something fun. <laughs> Just My like, mom used to take uh, an, an injection of Avonex. Oh, that was the big needle that I said when they showed me that needle, the intermuscular, intermuscular. When they showed me that big boy, I'm like, uh-uh. I, like never, I never did it. My my brother would do it, and I think my oh. sister would do it every once in a while for. But I, I wasn't yeah, even you around. See, you see that beast? Holy crap! It was like a dart. It was like a blow dart. Like you're going after an elephant. So I'm like, is there anything smaller? Is there a more petite needle in my size? I want the tiny needle. Like, does it come in mosquito bite like, <laughs> gauge? <laughs> Just like, put it on like a, maybe have a drone that's the size of a mosquito. Yeah. The drone come and go, and then it ceases to exist anymore. Like, I would just like it to spit it in my eye, something like that easier. Just shoot it up your nose, like those. What were they using that for? Like the flu shot, you know? Were they just, doing that? They could put it up your nose, like nose spray. Huh. I thought you were gonna say like a rubber hose. <laughs> I watched Nick at Night when I was a kid, and uh, you did clearly. Are you a John Travolta? Are you really into him being Santa in this one commercial that they keep playing and playing and playing and playing? It's I've only seen it one time. I only saw it one time, and when it came on, I went, "That's John Travolta!" Wow! <laughs> and then I never saw it again. Um, Whatever but, you do, do not turn on TV because it's every other commercial now, and it made me sad because I'm like. I really do still love him. <laughs> Underrated John Travolta. Um, I have to say uh, my favorites uh, would have to be uh, Face Off and um, The Punisher. Oh, wild cards. Mm. I think everybody picked Pulp Fiction, so I'm going to put that one to the side. What else for me? All I could think of now is like Nicolas Cage movies and Raising Arizona. And that was such a good movie. <laughs> because like, I said for myself. Yes. <laughs> it's stuck. It's like him stealing a baby, one of many babies. <laughs> and they couldn't tell which one they stole. Yeah, that is such a good movie. And embarrassingly enough, I saw it not that long ago. Well, let's say uh, Nicolas Cage favorites. Your your top two favorite Nicolas Cage movies. Oh man, okay. 
see, I just love the Ghost Rider soundtrack. So that kind of freaking. Oh, that's so difficult. He's like, I just <laughs> want to have. He is, he is a national treasure. I know he <laughs> starred in those movies, The National Treasure. Right. Nicholas Cage is himself a natural treasure. He is. Like, I can't imagine natural. life without him. He could do you see there was an interview with him not that long ago and it showed his house and it looked like how I live and I'm like <gasps> our brains are similar. This is peculiar. I'm like purple curtains. <laughs> <laughs> purple curtains. <laughs> but it was like almost like bed sheets. It didn't look like it looked <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a makeshift homemade. Yes, and there was a crow. There was like a it was like a, it was like he had it was like a like a kind of like a pseudo aviary, and there were these. Birds. <laughs> like, oh my god! This is, this is a shout out to the crow. Are we? Where are we going with this? I'm like, we can be friends. Like we don't. All we could just do and sit and stare at each other, and that would suffice. That would be cool. We don't have to say a single word to one another. We could just nod. <laughs> And that's the experience I want with him. You know. And John Travolta, I just want to see him dance. That's all. Because he has moves. Was he also, I think he was. Did you ever see Cat in the Hat? I did not. With Mike Myers? <laughs> I watched it being the Mike Myers fan that you are. I know that's why it upset me because I'm like Wayne, no, why? <laughs> no, but I mean, I watched my. It came out when my little sister was young, so oh, I, okay. I got to watch it with her a bunch, and it was, it was, it was amazing. So go out of your way to watch Cat okay. in the Hat, Mike Myers. Okay, I have to prepare myself mentally, and I will watch it. <laughs> he does a thing where he like, he like picks up the babysitter who's asleep on the couch and he goes, let you <laughs> tell me this, you pay this woman to sit on babies. I'd do it for free. And then he puts her <laughs> in the clock. <laughs> okay. All right. Since it's going a little bizarre. So when I lived in San Diego in La Jolla, that's where uh Geisel was from, you know, the cat in the hat, the guy, the dude. You should look at the architecture of the um the library that they built there at UCSD. Uh, that's it's a little amazing. suspicious to me. <laughs> they have a bench. They have a bench with, you know, him, a die cast of him, which is terrifying because he's made out of bronze, and the cat in the hat. And you can sit next to them, which, again, is one of those things that makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, it reminded me of the Terminator, you know, a little bit of term. The liquid metal. Yes. <laughs> the exoskeleton. <laughs> and then the School of Architecture over there for, for, for funsies had an upside down house on top of it, which was, it was either yellow or blue. And they had tours of it and you could go in it. And I'm like, okay, cool. This so you were walking around on the roof or like the ceiling of the of the house on the interior of the house and like the couch and I don't remember stuff was on the ceiling. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back in the archive because it was very peculiar. 
and it was curated. I'm like, I don't need you to tell me what I'm looking at. This is an upside down house. <laughs> I don't know where I live. All these plants, they look just like what Dr. Seuss drew. There, there's I plaque know. explaining what everything is, but it's upside down <laughs> on the roof, so you can't <laughs> actually see it. Well, no, you know California has the best signs of the whole country. I told you about, like, you can't go swimming with active diarrhea. So I'm like, good. I'm glad my diarrhea is passive. Yeah, we got it. I can swim. And it's brown. Yeah. The best part of the whole sign is it's a brown sign. <laughs> you know, you know what's a, a thought that, that, that kind of haunts me pretty often? I, when I think about... When I think about people like going like, oh, it's not a big deal. Just like go, go, go piss in the ocean or something, right? Like go out into the ocean and then just piss out there. It's like you realize you're going out there and actively pissing your pants. Like yeah. even though you're in the ocean, you're still actively pissing yourself. And like, then if you take your pants off, then you become a sex offender. So don't take your pants off in the ocean. Yeah. Keep your pants on uh, in public all the time. <laughs> God, I have so many California stories related to things like that. It's a very anytime, anytime I hear the word California, I automatically think of the Californians from SNL. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Oh my God. Dude, I do exactly where the Kardashians' grammar lived. Lived <laughs> down there. I'm like, this is weird. This is so weird. And then my friend who was a med student, who was, uh, he was a med student very, very late in life. And uh, he's probably now in his like mid fifties, getting to sixties and he's in peds, but that's besides the point. He joined our lab and he said, uh, cause he too was Jewish. He said, um, Dr. Seuss, Mr. Geisel would drive a gold Rolls Royce around with uh, the license plate said Grinch. Hmm. So they see him like pull up to Shul. <laughs> I mean, everybody knew it was him. Because originally in the part of La Jolla, the village, the fancy part, Jews weren't allowed to live down there. Because hmm. you know, I don't know. I guess maybe we smell funny. I don't know. I don't know. Be fresh I, today. I've never ever seen what the 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 bias was against Jewish people. I, I never I understood. Because all I could think, I'm like Mel Brooks. I'm using Mel Brooks all the time. Come on, he's like our Lord and Savior. Some of the the, the best like treasures in 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 movies and comedy has all been from Jewish dudes and women as well. I, I call I call everybody dudes. So I, as do I. Especially freaking campfire scene, blazing saddles, mm -hmm. back parts. Mm -hmm. They dudes. Dude. We'll call Jewish dudes. We'll call them Jews. Oh, I like it. Jews and Judettes. Judettes. <laughs> Jews and Judettes. Who's getting shirts made? <laughs> Me. We got to get made one for Lou that says jubes. <laughs> That'll make Jube. him happy. Oh, I get it. Like, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lou. <laughs> Lou, Lou, in your, 
in your in your jokes about boobs? Yes. <laughs> I told him, did you read what I wrote to him last night about when Hamas, uh, when I finally get kidnapped, I wanted to say like Hebrew honkers <laughs> on my poster, like save. <laughs> I'm like, he'll know what it means. He'll send the right authorities. He'll get it. Hamas, you know, use this. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to dive too deep into the political issue. Of, I am. Uh, of, Sorry, of, it was just of, of Hamas and all that. But I want to say, anytime I hear Hamas, I think of hummus. I think chicken. of hummus too, and it's so delicious. Every time I'm like, yeah, Hamas with some tortilla chips. <laughs> oh, like those bagel chips. I you can eat it. it with anything. It's so diverse. You could use a carrot. You could use a chip. You could use a potato chip. It's like I throw, perfect... I throw some sun chips in that yeah. moss sometimes. <laughs> like, why couldn't they, they named them something else? Something that isn't isn't associated so delicious. with deliciousness. <laughs> it is because like it's perfectly like smooth. There's like the whole texture thing. <laughs> gonna be gonna be invaded by hot dogs soon <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> have a, have a, a terrorist group called hot dogs like, See, that's more frightening. Okay yeah because like can you imagine flaccid hot dogs running at you <laughs> like oh, <laughs> like charging at you that is frightening just because our name's hot dogs doesn't mean that we're not we're not brave <laughs> everybody calls us weenies we're not weenies we're brave we're not flaccid at all. Look at how. <laughs> Look at how erect we are. We are very strong. <laughs> we the are boiled. We are so <laughs> We are boiled. We are not. We are not pan fried. <laughs> Every day after the lab headed to Starbucks, one of my favorite things to do was there was a hot dog cart and he'd drain the water just willy-nilly. And my favorite activity would be skipping over the hot dog water. And I'm like, hmm, hot dog water. Mm. <laughs> it's not like I like started like getting little like Dixie cups of it and doing shots. But I'm like, this is pleasant. This is hot dog water at least they know what it is it's not urine today you never know outside the hospital somebody <laughs> now i want hummus damn it <laughs> what if we put extra you in it hummus I, I watched this video and then I, I had to I had to kind of like stop myself from from scrolling and like consuming you got to over and, over and over because you get into these like deep dive things and you don't really want to dive too deep into certain things like like I came across I don't know what the algorithms wanted to show me this but somebody was like oh there's a study that came out that says and and this could be all just made up this could make no this could just be something Somebody wanted to just throw into the algorithm to freak people like me out who didn't feel like doing any further research on it. But they were like, oh, uh, the studies have shown that 
hot dogs now contain human DNA. Like there's human meat in hot dogs. And just them saying that, I feel like I'll never eat another hot dog. Like you know I what my, my response dogs. would be would be like, it's about time. <laughs> I thought we all figured it out from Soylent Green. What the hell? What's taking us so long? It's really good recycling if you think about it. Less embalming, less toxicity going into the earth. But then you got to get a bite of Nana. So, <laughs> or Bubby or Nani, whatever you call, whatever ethnicity you're aligned with and want to call your aged spirit lady. Dude, I was just thinking about this yesterday and I actually wanted to talk to you about it. Um, I don't know why. I think I was thinking of it when you, when you and I were texting and I was like, like sometimes like people are just kind of like products of like what their parents showed them. Right. Like I know my, my, my mom, my, my dad's mom, she loved me so much. She was so sweet. She was so sweet to everybody all the time, except, except ethnics. She did not like, she did not then like she was from she was from North Carolina like she was from down there her parents taught her uh, like she just was indoctrinated with uh not knowing why she hates these brown people but she just does and uh, and then like it passed then she passed that down to my dad and thank god I didn't grow up with my dad I didn't have that at all oh that's good the the like I just start thinking about it and I'm like, she wasn't any less sweet. You know what I mean? Like I didn't love her any less. I didn't love her any less because she was like, she was flawed. And I think we should like keep that expectation of everybody's just a little bit flawed. All, like across the board, there's oh, going yeah. to be, no, there's not going to be anybody who ought, like just like aligns with every single belief that you have. And, and, it, and will tippy toe around offending you because they don't know what does offend you. Right. So I would always, I would always say to my, my sister, I'm like, everybody's grandpa's a little racist. Just, just, just a smidge. And it's not maybe intentional. It's unintentional. You know, it's just what they learned from where they were brought up. And it's maybe, I hope, overall not meant with malice you know and just ignorance and once right. somebody gets to know somebody they'll be like oh i'm an idiot this person's amazing well well thank the lord that i never had a grandpa i never met my grandpa <laughs> <laughs> mine well mine died i was really yep they both died my sister we were fairly young yeah so i oh, bet they were racist right. people though I mean, I bet they were mad racist. Absolutely. One, well, one grandpa, because he, his livelihood was in the Bronx. Mm. So are you familiar with the Bronx? Uh, a little oh, bit. Smidge. So mm -hmm. long ago and far away, it used to be the land of the Jews. Mm -hmm. Then ethnicity moved in. That's yes. when, that's when that. <laughs> you know, thought process being because, you know, when people are in lower socioeconomic situations and people get desperate and don't know what to do and want to feed their kids, they 
break in and steal. And or they're just mentally everybody's brain's different. Wait, who said it? I forgot who said it. Was it Bill Burr? We're all just crazy monkeys? No, that's a Joe Rogan. Yeah. We're all just crazy crazy monkeys. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you're right. You're right, Joe Rogan. Yes, you are right, Joe Rogan. And I watched um I guess I guess um the episode will drop on Sunday of the newest stew pot that we just recorded yesterday. But uh, Lou was bringing up uh, the, the dark side of comedy thing. And I watched that last night. Uh, oh, is it the, good? the one about Carlos Mencia. Oh, and, oh, and, oh, that's, that's something I would say, go check that out. That was, I watched it last night. He, he talked to me about it yesterday. And after we were done recording, I, I, uh, you know, I went to work and did all that stuff and then came home and I watched that episode and to check that out. It was, uh, it was something worth checking out. Hmm. It's on Vice. Yeah. Yeah. That's not cool, man. And all I could do is look oh, at Joe Rogan. That's I thought of it because of Joe Rogan. Because <laughs> well, Joe Rogan. He is, was... he is something. He's another he one that. Uh oh. Take him. <laughs> Larry David. Wait, there's who else? Oh, Conan and Dave Letterman to a coffee shop. Almost like, you know, Seinfeld's cars and comedians getting coffee. Mm -hmm. But we don't have to talk. <laughs> we can just sit and drink coffee and judge silently. And I'd be okay with that. I want so to know you in a, in a cafe. Yeah. With any of these people just sipping coffee and yeah, and not talking. Well, I want to let them lead the conversation, and I just want mm -hmm. to be like, hmm, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I want to put them all like in a ring and watch them fight. <laughs> I mean, I know that's something that. Because <laughs> what's the over under? Who's gonna win? Well, we all is it Joe Rogan? Probably he'll beat David Letterman's ass. Dave is old, <laughs> but Larry David <laughs> seems squirrely. I wouldn't put it past him. He looks like an eye poker. <laughs> he, he's definitely a cheap fighter. Like if somebody oh, yeah. were to try he's to lanky. Him, he's lanky. He's lanky. The eyes for, the, for the privates. <laughs> right for the crotch. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's crotch he's crotchety old man. He's hitting you right in the crotch. Do you remember the huge vagina episode? I don't know why that kept because he made the sign for it with his hands. Like the one woman he was dating had like a huge vagina. I, I'm not I'm drawing a blank on that, but Oh my god, because he was That's trying to communicate to Jeff Garland about this like woman. It was like like, I don't even know what that means, but that is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like sometimes, sometimes it's, um, like I, I dated, uh, I dated a girl who, um, anytime she wore like yoga pants, like everybody could see the whole, <laughs> the whole thing. Like, see, that's anytime, you need a liaison for that. Somebody to come shopping with you and be like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, just wear like jeans. 
just, just wear something. Jeans, they have pockets. Who doesn't love pockets? Yeah, exactly. Put on some Zubaz. Oh my god. Those are the funniest things. I love seeing them at Browns games. Like the white and the like neon orange. I'm like, that's pretty if you're gonna have a seizure. <laughs> like they're not they're not very warm. Like if you're wearing just them and it's a cold it's cold out there at the game, it's um you're gonna you're gonna freeze your legs off. Your or, or your butt. Or your, probably your butt. Yeah, you're you're gonna have frost butt, <laughs> like yeah. frostbite on your butt. That just reminds me of the poncho that it keeps coming back to that poncho that portrayed me and funneled all the water into my shirt, never covered. Mm. Of course, mm. we're playing the Steelers, yeah, bad. Vile betrayal. Vile. I still own the poncho. <laughs> I want to redeem it and be like, it wasn't your fault, but it was. You give it, you give it some, you you hang it up on the on like a mannequin, and then you give it some punchos. Oh, you know what I could do? I could give it a Viking right. funeral in Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. There you go. Or wait, no, it was the rivers that caught on fire. That would be more appropriate. The rivers caught on fire in Lake Erie. What? No, in in Cleveland, long ago and far away. You never heard of the Burning River? No, I'm not. I'm not um, super yeah. educated. Ask on Lou. It. Ask Lou. He'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> He'll pull out cliff notes. He'll pull out charts and graphs in a PowerPoint. <laughs> and then he'll talk to you about the Browns and you'll fall asleep. <laughs> Dude, doesn't it seem like I'm the most bored on the episodes <laughs> when, when you're sitting there and you're talking about you guys are talking about the Browns. And I'm like, yeah, I see you disassociate. I'm like, oh, he's gone. He, mm. yep, there he goes. He's somewhere else. He's thinking about buying a yellow hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, there he goes. Disassociating. I'd be like, they, they, they're football players and they run. But sometimes all I care about is what color shoes they're wearing. What the thing is with me with, with sports, I'll, I'll, I'll give my, I'll give my opinion on two like pretty major sports. When it comes to when it comes to football, when it comes to football, it's like too much quick mathing, yeah, uh, and too much like knowing all the rules. So I have mad respect for everybody who can play football and like knows where to be at every moment. Like I could never care enough to know where to be at every moment. So if anybody says any football player is dumb, like that's to me that's a hard game to understand. So the fact that they've understood it and I don't, I still don't know all the rules. I still don't understand football. And I really don't have that much of a desire to. Uh, That's fair. That's like and, me in musical theater. I'm like, kill me. I love right. music. But if That's I like, have to see cats, if I have to see cats, I will hang myself in public just because. <laughs> That's like somebody saying, I, 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 I'll, equate, I'll equate the nerdiness of Star Wars to the nerdiness of football. Like, oh, I think like, because it's like, you're doing such, well, the statistics tell me that if I go this way, I've got this many yards and like, and then you got to math it real quick. Come on with your math and get out of here. I don't yeah. want all that. Yeah. <laughs> My primary education is from Florida. There's no such thing as math down here. They right. taught us how to finger count. I can't do any math without finger right. counting. 
I'm like, the the score is is seven to nothing. And somebody just scored another touchdown. Then I'm like, one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> like, I, I'm not quick enough with my mapping to go, okay, now I know exactly what the score is. I'm oh, like, yeah. Are they going to put on the screen real quick what the score is now? Because otherwise, I'm not going to be able to figure it out. <laughs> I went, I, another brilliant scientist who was a Steelers fan, which is irrelevant, would talk about going to a place to where like you go when football is brought up or me musical theater it's called a nothing box you go to your nothing box and you just exist in your nothing well, box. i mean to be fair i i still watch football don't really understand i, I like i'll watch because my mom's a big eagles fan so right. I'll watch, i told, I I'll told watch you eagles, jason kelsey story yeah, yeah i'll watch eagles games um just because, like, it's it's what's on and what's everybody what everybody's talking about. So I'll I'll watch because sometimes it's exciting, but it doesn't mean that I all the way understand what's going on. It's just like I, I it's supposed to be entertainment, so uh, let it entertain me for a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I still like the fact that everyone knows where to be on the field. That's I'll, amazing. I'll never, I'll never have any idea how they do that. And they'll never know how I do wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, they don't know how I know where to be. But sure. I understand that it took a lot of training for me to understand where to be and how to get there in a wrestling ring. The same way these players had to learn what, what the plays are. But they learned them really super young. Like, they learned it all, like, very young. I, 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 it's something I never had any desire to do. I was never a jock. Like, never happened to me. I didn't play. I, too, was never a jock. Mm-hmm. Always, always kind of an outcasted nerd. Yeah, nerd or nerd. nerd. Yeah. I hung out with the band. I hung out with the marching band. That's who I hung out with. <laughs> For funsies. Like that's that was my posse. Like we didn't go to watch football. We went. I went to watch my sister stand in the front row and play the xylophone. <laughs> Holding the lighter up. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, go down! Look at you. You can hold mallets and use your coordination. <laughs> and they did. And it was funny because the the director did the Who's Tommy. Have you ever heard the Who's Tommy? <laughs> no. no idea. What is that? Okay, you know the rock band The Who from like yeah. oh, Okay, oh, so oh, the, Tommy Tommy from The Who. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. Were saying the Who's Tommy like that was a whole other thing. No, 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 no. So so he Who, Who's on first? <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> he he did it for the marching band. And my sister had the CD of, you know, the original production cuz it was amazing and I said to her you play it one more time, it's going out the window. Because <laughs> I would see her. I would wait for her at practice. I would go to all, because they did the the color guard and the drum line. You know, they always did, like, the competitions together and everything. And I'm like, I swear to God. Hear that one more time. <laughs> going out the window. And she's like, okay. <laughs> so but I still have, the, like, when when we were kids, me and my, my, my two older siblings, um, they had like some, some choir thing in, in church 
and they had to perform they had to perform uh what's the song it's like the, um, Whitney Houston it's like I believe the children are the future <laughs> that song the greatest love of all that song ingrained in my head every word of it I heard it a bazillion times when I was young and then and then um then in church we we did like musical musical theater your favorite we did, my favorite uh, we did Alice in Wonderland and my sister was my favorite book brutal <laughs> my sister my sister did like a tweedledee or tweedledum she was one of them and i don't know which one but i can take a guess <laughs> <laughs> but they had to sing a song and i still remember every word of the song because she had to learn it and we listened to it a zillion times for her to learn it and i've never heard it again since i was like nine and i still remember how it goes that's is that like your cia trigger to murder somebody like if you hear yeah. it all of a sudden <laughs> you you go completely blank <laughs> i have one of those i have one of those the song for me is okay it was one of the first day was the first day of middle school or first day of high school we're getting ready we've just moved into a new house and we had the TV, the morning stupid TV show on, and they were playing, um, you know, celebrate good times, you know, because it was like the summer, and mm -hmm. and I busted my ankle so hard, I like yanked the ligament, it stretched out, and like the pain was so bad that you could like, like see colors and see through time, and I'm like army crawling through the house, and she's laughing so hard at me, and that song is playing in the background. And I just wanted to like gnaw on her ankle <laughs> in retaliation. And she was like laughing really hard. So if that song ever comes on, that's my like CIA programming song to murder. <laughs> the born supremacy. Yes. I'm like, no, it's, no I got to change the channel every time the pain comes back in my ankle. I'm like not that, again. That song, that song and, um, they say it's your birthday. Those automatically, both of those songs automatically take me back to going to Chuck E. Cheese when I was a kid. Automatically. Is that, really Is that mm -hmm. those animatronic things were kind of scary? Yeah, Especially and then, and then, they were broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of them. They're 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 not. They're not the best, and but they capitalized good on it, making those movies, the the Five Nights of Fred, well, the game, and they're all the, the Five Nights. Movies? Of Freddy's. They they well, they just came out with a movie. It's on Peacock now. Five Nights uh, of Freddy's. Oh, uh, uh, and and then Nicolas Cage did another one just like that too, but I forget what that was called. Oh, Nicolas where Cage. like he was like locked in to a Chuck E. Cheese at night, <laughs> and like the animatronic things came alive, and he had to kill them all. Wait, that's real? That's a real yeah, thing. That's a movie, yeah. Was, uh, and he didn't have, he never spoke one line in the whole movie. He wow. Just that's the whole time. Just like just, if we went to the diner with Larry David and Conan O'Brien. Yeah, wow. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> Him in his purple sheets. and Man. How do we preserve him? I just want him to live like just a little bit longer than everybody else. You see that he has a new thing on Netflix that's like the history of curse words or something. I didn't. I didn't watch it. No. But 
but like the the thumbnail for it when you're scrolling past it on on netflix is uh it's like him and he definitely got like fake hair like oh. he he oh, definitely like got that. like some implants or something it's definitely it's Ooh. definitely some Lost. sort of something <laughs> uh nicholas cage has unfortunate hair <laughs> And, he has that uh, Coppola. He has that Coppola hair. That secret, like I don't want to be associated with my fancy Italian family hair. <laughs> it like backfired for him, you know. He had he had to get he had to get a he had to get hair plugs or whatever because he couldn't Coppola with his bum. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. So, Put that one uh, in your pocket. <laughs> the 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 other sport I'm I was thinking was UFC, um, it was MMA mostly. Uh, just I can't really watch the UFC for too long, and I get a little weirded out. Like you'd think it would be that I'm getting weirded out by the violence and the blood and the brain damage, but what I'm getting weirded out by is the bare feet. Everybody's got bare feet, and it probably stays there. Like I can imagine. Like being in the audience and people being like, "Oh God, what? What's that? That's not blood. I know what blood smells like. That's not like brain fragments either. That's like that's, that's foot. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like a, a what is the 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 what's the 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 the, the warts you get on your bottom oh. of your feet? Oh, war." <laughs> Or like plantar fasciitis, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, it smells like there's pus seeping out of that guy's. <laughs> so much worse. And then if somebody gets kicked in the face with, <laughs> right, and oh. insult to injury, right there. What if it gets in their eye? <gasps> Ooh. Ooh, that would be game over. I think I would just drop dead. Oh, I wouldn't want to see that. Mm -mm. There's some, some brutal, brutal uh, bear feeding all over <laughs> UFC. What about the toenail? What about the toenail fungus situation? Mm -hmm. No fun, Gus. No, too much to think about. What if they made them wear those like foot wraps, like when AT and T comes into your house to like do oh, anything? Like the cable guy have... comes in the house. Yeah. yeah. Like so, you don't they don't trips in their boots on your rug. I'm always like, does this look like I spent a lot of money on this? Like, I mean, I appreciate, I really appreciate the that they got to do it. Yeah, they have to. Somebody's forcing them in the back of the van with like a shotgun. Be like, you better put your booties on, or you're getting out. Like, okay, okay. I think we're gonna have to start wrapping here. Uh, yeah. I, Important. I just have a few more things. I have a few more things I want to ask you, and then I'll send you off into the sunset with a hot dog and a handshake, and we'll do this again. We'll absolutely do this again sometime. Uh, <laughs> um, what what have you never been asked in like a podcast interview or any kind of interview situation that you would have wanted to be asked? Ooh, that's really good. I don't know if I could come up with something that quick. That's a really good one. 
hmm, that made my nose wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's a thinker then. <laughs> That's a good uh, one. Maybe we'll come back to it next time. Yeah, we'll have to. Write it down. One of us has to write it down because I ain't going to remember. No. Uh, <laughs> Catch <the> noise. I, I, <laughs> I love, uh, and I, I, you, you might have heard me say this before, but I love the idea of conversations being on the record. I, yeah. I love uh, being able to say, say, tell somebody on the record because it's going to outlive us. I love being able to say on the record to somebody who's meant something to me, to somebody who's special to me in some way uh, and, and has helped me out. And, and I'm just very optimistic about the future of our, our friendship and our collaborations. Absolutely. Yeah, no, totally I, mutual. I, I love to have that on the record. So if there's anything on the record that, that you'd like to ask me or you want to say to me, here's your moment to do that. Oh my God. Besides being besties, holding hands platonically, because I don't want your girlfriend to beat me up platonically <laughs> holding hands. Um, and Oh, I have an idea. We could slowly walk up the rocky stairs. That would be fun and memorable. <laughs> there has to be better things. Do you, <laughs> do you know how many times I've done that in my life? <laughs> okay, something better. Okay. I don't really know. Oh, I thought of something good. What about platonically holding hands going through the Muter Museum? Oh, that freaks me out. <laughs> That's why you're going. You have to wear your yellow hat and hold my hand. Bring, and then your, I'm gonna yellow bring your yellow hat. I'm going to point and try not to touch everything. <laughs> How many times have you done that? That never. would be special. Never. I never had a yellow hat before today. I know. There's a lot of firsts. Lot, so start. start. I'm not going to start spamming you with the pictures from that museum because you know. That grosses me out. I'm I'm no, weirded out. I'm grossed out by it. It's just uh, like appendixes and jars, and like when you take your dog to the vet and they have the the heartworm heart in a jar, and they're like, "You need to make sure you give your dog your heartworm medication, otherwise, this is what's gonna happen." And I'm like, "Huh? Okay." Um, I. I like to do a thing that I call audio time travel, right? So uh, back to the idea of me saying this stuff is living far beyond us, right? So this recording, uh, imagine this recording being being uh, discovered by the people who love you the most, your your family members, your best friends, finding this 20 years from now. Whether you're here or not, The currently you're right here in 2023, the very mm -hmm. end of Twenty-three. Uh, the messages that you'd give that version of them from right now as a timestamp, as a time capsule, what are the words that you're saying to them? Okay. Love. You're speaking to them right, right now, directly. You're speaking directly Love. to the 20, uh, 2043 versions. Empathy. Always love and empathy first. Be Rosalind Carter. I think we need to be more cognizant of each other and how everybody's brain is extremely different and be more understanding. Like I said, empathy. Let's make empathy regular instead of like 
violence and losing patience, be patient. Be patient, be empathetic, and love each other. And I'm taking you to the museum with a yellow hat, so you have no choice. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, in the way we the way we start wrapping it is, uh, I'll say, uh, hypothetically, I've gifted you this show. This is your pilot episode, the first episode of your new show, right. Evolving with Jerry. In a very Jerry Springer's final thought type of way, the most important wrap, most important takeaways to wrap it up and inspire people to be a better version of themselves. What would you say? But be Jerry, don't be Steve. <laughs> no, no, Steve be needed Jerry. more credit. No, what what would he always say? He said, "Love each other," or like it was something very positive. Or I could be thinking of Maury. <laughs> you are not the father. <laughs> okay, Maury, takeaway. you were not the father. Jerry, 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 Jerry. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm going with peace, love, happiness, empathy, and just let, let people keep on keeping on. No judgment. No judgment. Do you do any impressions? No. Only mm -hmm. of my sister, and then she gets upset. She's like, I don't okay. sound like that. <laughs> Can you do an impression of your sister saying how we wrap the show? We always have the guests just say, be fun, have safe, keep evolving. Oh, my God. Okay. Be fun, have safe, keep evolving. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate the effort of your time. Anybody, you. if, you, if this is the first time you're checking out the show, uh, please, please go back and check out the archived episodes up to uh, 313 episodes going. So check those out. Hit subscribe, hit, you know, like, comment. If you exist, let me know you exist. Uh, you know, show some support to the show. I mean, I'm going to keep on cranking these out. So if this has brought any value to your life, you know, the only thing I'm asking you for a call to action is to show a little support, like, comment, subscribe, and uh, be kind. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to everybody. Be fun. Have safe. Keep evolving. Show's over.